0: So I'll, I don't want to talk too much, but just quickly on the, um, this idea of non-meditation. So I first heard this term when I was, um, it's, it's used in the Tibetan tradition, but I first heard this concept when I met a monk. I was sitting a retreat and I was aggressively meditating like, okay, I'm going to do this, like almost militaristically. I'm going to get enlightened. I'm going to push myself. I'm going to pay attention to every moment, every little thing. And I pretty much tied myself up into a knot, like sitting on the cushion. Um, My body started twisting and there was so much tension. And he, this is from a monk. He said, you know what, Jeremy, you should probably just stop meditating. (laughs) You know, that there was this idea of balanced effort. What he wasn't saying was stop sitting. But he was saying just throw out the concept of what you think meditation is. And just meditate. So there's a bit of a paradox in that. How do you give up meditating in order to meditate? And that's what is so tricky about the mind, because you've been meditating your whole life. You've been focusing your mind on particular things. We probably haven't been meditating on the right things. We've been meditating on anger, or we've been meditating on jealousy, or we've been meditating on worry. I mean, to pick up something like worry and to really focus on it and cultivate it, we've been meditating on it. We've been carrying it through as a practice. We've been meditating on fear and guilt and all of the other emotions. So then we learn to meditate and we're told to meditate on our breath and we tend to just apply the same level of insanity that we used to meditate with our emotions to this new thing like the breath. And we do it with worry, like, oh my gosh, am I going to be a good meditator? We do it with fear. like. Oh, what's going to happen to me when I meditate? We do it with guilt. Oh, I have all this bad karma, so I have to, um, you know, work through that and really meditate really hard. So really, we've been meditating our whole lives, and now we have this new thing that we call meditation that we are essentially recreating all the bad habits that we've had our whole life, but in the name of spirituality. So we tend to bring the same aggressive attitude to meditation that we did to everything else in our life or not even not to say just particularly aggressive, but we tend to do meditation the same way we do other things. So if you really get into things and you get obsessive about things, like whether it's I get really obsessed about movies or I'm really obsessed about new relationships, well when you approach meditation you'll get really obsessed about it or let's say you approach things with a lot of insecurity so everything you do from starting a new job to starting a new relationship to um, you know when you cook a meal you feel insecure about how you do it well when you approach meditation you will probably feel insecure about it If you have a lot of pain, physical pain or emotional pain in your life and you've spent a lot of time, you know, you always go to a friend and you share with them how much pain you're in all the time and you're a victim of this or that or how people have hurt you in your whole life. Well, when you go into meditation, you're going to say you're you're going to use your meditation to highlight and emphasize all of the pain in your life. So it really just becomes a way of recreating a lot of the bad habits that you had before. And one of the essential habits is believing in me, the me plan. I'm doing something to fix myself or improve myself or get away from myself or to do something to occupy myself so I don't have to deal with being me. And so when you learn to meditate, you're like, oh, here's this new project I can do to avoid being in the present moment, which is the most hilarious and ironic thing. You spent your whole life not in the present moment. And then you supposedly doing this thing to practice being in the present moment, but it just becomes another way for you to avoid the present moment. So it's almost like you're trapped. You're trapped by your mind. No matter what you do, your mind, the sneaky devil is going to bring these patterns to whatever you try to do, even if it's sitting and literally sitting on a couch and doing nothing. But there's one key difference, which is that when you're sitting and meditating, There's nothing you're gonna get out of it. You're not gonna get pleasure. You're not gonna get a new object like a new pair of pants or a new pair of shoes. It's actually a waste of time. Meditating is a willful and chosen waste of time. You choose to use this half hour to waste your time precisely so that you can see how you approach it. Because when you learn to cook, or when you jump into a new relationship, you're not able to get enough distance from your mind to see how you're approaching it. But when you sit and meditate, you not only are sitting as a thing, but it's giving you a chance almost like a mirror to see how are you approaching this ultimately simple act. And that's the great gift of meditation because it's as simple as here, just sit in one place for a half an hour. It gives you an opportunity to see how obsessive and controlling and silly and ridiculous your mind is because you're not occupying it or distracting it with anything else. But the painful part of starting meditation is to see that you're going to approach it in the same way you approach everything else. So technically for many, 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 many years of meditation, you're not actually meditating. What you're doing is being aggressive towards yourself. You're trying to fix yourself. You're worrying about yourself. You're being jealous of other people that you think are better meditators than you. You're trying to get enlightened. You're trying to get happy, which you tried to do before with sex or drugs or this or that project, but now you're trying to do it with meditation. All of the previous projects you used to apply to other things, you'll apply to this. And over time, when you see this habit of mind that's looking for something external to you, to find happiness, you will ultimately get frustrated because you can't gain anything from just sitting and wasting time. So there'll be a moment, and this can happen at any point in your practice, where you'll just realize that you're not meditating, you are thinking about meditating. And you'll see how that thought alone is painful. And then you'll let it go, and in that moment, You'll be meditating and it'll last like five seconds where you're literally just following the breath without any self consciousness, without any like interpretation. And you're like, oh, that's what they're talking about. That's Zen. That's just being with the moment as it is. And then your mind will be like, cool, I want to recreate that moment. And then you'll go for another few months without having that because your mind will be in a fight with itself again to try to recreate a moment an experience because your mind is obsessed with creating and following experiences, especially pleasurable ones. So when the monk told me to stop meditating, he was telling me stop making this just another project of your usual stripes, of your usual variety, which for me is a lot about fixing myself or worrying about myself or complaining to myself about all the things that are wrong with me. Meditation just became another reason to do that. So in Tibetan tradition, they call it undistracted non-meditation. So you still are focused on the present moment. Your mind is not wavering whatsoever but you're not actually meditating. You're just non-meditating and that's true meditation. When it doesn't feel like you're being mindful, you're just mindful. You're just in the natural flow. But what we, but then you can very easily trick yourself. Oh, I'm in the natural flow. And then you go and you like, say hi to this person and you grab a chocolate bar. And then before you know it, you've lost the undistracted piece. You have to be both undistracted and non meditating. But you're gonna be like, Oh, this is cool. I don't need to meditate. I'm already enlightened. And then you'll realize you just missed the last 10 minutes. So it's a very fine balance. But even nowadays, for me, I'll be meditating and I can feel tension in my forehead and like it's like I'm trying to do something I'm making a project out of it so just I'll leave you with that just kind of play around with this notion of like okay I need to practice meditating it's hard it takes years it takes an hour a day of practice to get good at this but when you get good at it what it feels like is not doing anything at all like meditation it just feels like I'm just sitting here or I'm just walking down the street. The art of undistracted non-meditation. That's our goal. The art of acting is not to be acting. Exactly. Best actors do not are I get it cool it's a it's a helpful frame so keep practicing don't try to not meditate meditate your butts off but then you'll see that when you get really good it's like you're not meditating at all Not meditating. Do you know what I mean? We're just alive. We're just alive. So yeah, thank you for that, Jeremy. Thank you guys. Pretty tired, I'm gonna go to bed. Thank you always for giving us your energy and love. I appreciate it. And yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for being with me. I love it. I love you. Good night. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. Bye.